Jaden has one dollar bill, one quarter, and two pennies. How how much money how much money does he have? Jaden broke. <laughs> Welcome back to Poor Life Decision. I'm Chris. I'm Doyen, a.k.a. Loretta Brown. Okay, who's Loretta Brown? Cleveland Brown's wife. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> that's right, that's right, that's right. Go ahead, she girl. She don't take no shit, and I love it. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> so, Doyen, what's been going on with you this week? What are you drinking? All those good things. Catch us up. Well, so fall has a little bit fell, but it's like more of like just um, duplicitous Texas weather. <laughs> so in the mornings, I have to wear real pants because it's like in the 60s and I had to go walk my dog. Mm. And then after that, I can change into shorts and a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, so that's what's happening over here. Um, otherwise, not shit's happening really in my life. Um that's pretty much it. Um, <laughs> so yesterday I went to my boo Trader Joe's, mm. and the thing about Trader Joe's is like you had to like commit to wanting to walk into Trader Joe's because they have like capacity limits and you had to wait in line. Ugh. And so I walked in there. Of course, they had pumpkin spice everything, but I only bought one pumpkin spice thing from them, and that was pumpkin pie ginger beer. Okay, and that brings me to my drink. I call it a drunken mule because it's a donkey in fall. The donkey fell because it was drunk. Anyways, <laughs> so it's a pumpkin spice mule. <laughs> okay, so pumpkin pie ginger mule. Yeah. That doesn't sound bad. That doesn't yeah. sound bad at all. Your ginger beer is more pumpkin-y than pumpkin spicy, though, to me, but... I told you my secretary yeah. bought me pumpkin spice creamer. I'm she's tr- so glad. Mm, she's I'm trying. So Bless her. Yeah. I, 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 I smiled and said thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Good day. Um, I would take it off you, but I don't drink coffee like that in my house. So. <laughs> Lastly, the thing that made me happy this week was um, this is hashtag I came across um, called homework. It's H-O-M and, um, work. And it's like a letterer and she does like weekly challenges and like nobody who uses that hashtag sucks. So it's just really beautiful on Instagram. <laughs> yes, I think um, I think you're the one that told me to check it out. Yeah. I looked at it on Twitter and yeah. so I didn't see the instructions. I just, because I didn't really yeah. read. I just kind of scrolled through and looked at the projects. Cute, cute, cute. Mm-hmm. That was, yeah. it was fun. It made me yeah. smile. It was amazing on Instagram. I started getting on the email list. And the first project, which I'm sure is over now, was like, design a tattoo that you and your six-year-old would, I mean, you and you as a six-year-old would love. So I have my ideas around it. So um, I was like, my six-year-old me loved reading. So I was looking up Ramona books. 
and there's one that's like Ramona is a pest and I'm like I, I identify with that as an adult <laughs> so I wanted to design that cover but then it would say you're the best not you're a pest oh <laughs> but procrastination set in so it's gonna get done eventually <laughs> so okay so this is like a monthly thing or a weekly challenge it's a weekly challenge but see I'm not good at designing things no, it's just for you to look at. I didn't want you to actually design things. <laughs> I'm sitting up here thinking, I would love to be a part of this challenge. And no, Doyen no. is like, look, oh, no, you ain't got no skills. You can just look. <laughs> you look. Don't touch. <laughs> I'm telling you, wait, if you look at Instagram, there are no misses. No, just forget I'm like, it. Even just I'm like, forget it. I just even forget I am it. insecure about posting. <laughs> I'm just saying, just look at it and enjoy it. Wow. It'd be your own people. It'd be your own people. (laughs) No, but I do thank you for sharing that with me. And I'm going to check it out on Instagram. I always associate hashtags with Twitter. So I didn't even think to look look it up on Instagram. But yeah, I'll check that out. It looks cute. (laughs) So what have you been up to? Um, So tonight, I am drinking... It's a classic um, gin and tonic. However, I am using a Bristow barrel-aged gin. I have never had this before. Have you had this Mm -hmm. before? Mm -mm. When I tell you, it is delicious. Mm -hmm. So, price range, um, it was two cents more than the... um, summer solstice because i almost bought the summer solstice (laughs) again and then i saw this and i was like i've never seen brown gin like i've seen Mm -hmm. brown rum you know i've never seen brown gin and i read the bottle and it was barrel aged gin i was like well let me try this out girl when i took the first sip i had to text my cousins and i was like y'all i feel this gin in my toes like it just it is it is divine. It's it's stout. <laughs> and it is divine. So it's Bristow. Um, and this one is two, I think it says like two years barrel aged on the bottle, something like that. But mm-hmm. check it out if you can. It is delish. So I'm going to tell y'all what is bringing me joy this week. And it is... Dun, 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 we brought back Daddy. movie night. <laughs> kinda, kinda. We brought back movie night, and um, it has really been fun. Doyen loves low budget movies. Like the smaller the budget, <laughs> the happier it makes her. And mm-hmm. I detest low budget movies, but I must <laughs> say that the past two weeks uh becca went first her movie was cute it really wasn't quite low budget it was just like one of those straight to streaming movies it was cute mm-hmm. um doyens was very low budget but it was mm-hmm. also cute like it didn't <laughs> annoy me it was cute i even kind of got like caught up in the storyline even though you could mm-hmm. tell within the first That's five so minutes what was gonna happen <laughs> But still, it was cute and it was fun. Um, I rarely go the low budget route, but I I think I got them beat. It is my turn this week, 
and I have a movie pick for them, and I can't wait for Dorian to come back and talk about it next mm-hmm. week. Because I hope it's just two scenes. <laughs> so I haven't seen it, so I don't know, but it's only like an hour and 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it takes place and is filmed in Memphis. And um, <laughs> a good friend of mine from my hometown is in it. Well, I'm she's well, I'm calling her a friend of mine. I know her. I grew up around her. She's a good bit older than me. Her brother and I were really good friends growing up. But mm-hmm. so yeah, I think it's gonna be amazing. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. And I already know what my next movie pick is gonna be because I'm only doing low budget once. Okay, so. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna try to find a Ruben Stutter movie for the holidays. Jesus no. <laughs> I'm telling you, I you know what? I said this last year, but this year I mean it. I think I'm gonna ship Granny to Doyen during the holiday because Granny loves all those Hallmark Christmas movies and God, mm-hmm. don't let it be a black one. Don't let it be black people in there. Mm-hmm. She loves those corny Christmas movies and I'm like, Granny, nobody wants to watch this. Uh uh-uh, uh, she gotta get her them. husband by Christmas time. <laughs> yeah, right. like all of the movies. <laughs> oh, yeah, I um, uh, yeah, I like lately. Amazon is back in its groove of suggesting the kind of movies I enjoy. At some point, they had started to like suggest high budget movies to me and I was like how dare you that was another thing I said all these movies gonna mess up my algorithm for Amazon (laughs) I gotta put in that quality work after this so that they won't start recommending wait are you gonna mess up my algorithm (laughs) I mean maybe no because you watch enough stuff in between okay Okay. I was concerned for a second. Did you start um, um Discovery of Witches? Yeah, I read like a couple pages and then did I text you and ask you yeah. if they were gonna do yeah. it? Yeah. Oh okay. Uh, okay, well I think you asked me was there sex in the book, but I didn't know yeah. you meant those two, the main characters. Yeah. I mean, I I'm on I'm only a few I'm like on chapter ten or eleven. I'm not that far ahead of you. Um, in the show, they do, and it's pretty hot. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I love witch sex, okay? <laughs> Give me some good old witch sex. I am for it. But, like charmed. <laughs> yes. How did you know I love charmed? <laughs> when she was uh, with that demon. I was like, okay, girl, get it. <laughs> My name was going to be Felicia, so I could be one of the sisters. <laughs> Because you know their names had to start with a P. So my name was going to be yeah. Felicia so I could be a sister. I definitely spell Felicia with an F. Oh. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. As a matter of fact, I think the only Felicia I know spells her name with an F too. I was just making up stuff. But that was, that was going to be my name so I could be a sister. <laughs> Rule I of could three. be Pippin. <laughs> Um, yeah, we used to watch that, like, when we got off school. <laughs> you could watch it in the morning getting ready for school, and you could watch it when you would get home from school. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good old days. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of sex, um... <laughs> okay. 
I didn't watch last night's episode, but I finally watched the week before his episode of uh, Lovecraft. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, I wasn't really feeling Tick's sexual energy in that episode. <laughs> well, he was a virgin. Was like, yeah. yeah, it just it didn't do it for me. I thought I the episode... See, don't even be focusing... I set my vibrator to the side. I was like, okay, whatever. See, don't even be focusing <laughs> on the wrong thing. Because... The episode was so beautiful, and the story was so well told. I didn't even think mm-hmm. about the sex. I really didn't even, I don't know. I didn't even, I don't know. It didn't even register in my mind that this is sex. Like, I was just praying she could control her tails. <laughs> <laughs> I did look up a kimchi recipe, but then they started rattling off the different like stuff you needed for seasoning. And I was like, I can't do that. The, I'll just go buy some kimchi. The only time <laughs> I've made kimchi is with my HelloFresh. Um, or actually, mm-hmm. it may have not even been HelloFresh. It may have been with Blue Apron. But anyway, it was one of those services where <laughs> all the ingredients are in the box for you. And yes. Right. So um, this week's episode was really good. You're going to love it. I could, let me just tell y'all, let me go ahead and apologize to y'all because I tried to tweet. I I ended up getting off two tweets. (laughs) The first one, but the first tweet, like, was within the first few minutes of the show. And in the few seconds it took me to craft that tweet, I had to stop the show and rewind because I missed something. So it's just one of those shows that you just have to pay attention. And I just can't, I can't tweet and pay attention at the same time. So... Sorry, guys. I love y'all. <laughs> but everybody seemed to be watching and enjoying as well. So it was um, Hippolyta's episode. And before we move on, I do want to say something about her name. <laughs> because I saw a discussion on the timeline. Sounds like a disease. Huh? So it sounds like a disease. Well, <laughs> I saw a discussion <laughs> on the timeline. So, of course, she's named after Hippolyta. But I think that the creators... Who is that? <laughs> um, in Greek mythology, she is like queen of the Amazons. Um, in comic book world, she's Wonder Woman's mom. Aww. And Wonder Woman's name is Diana. And so in Lovecraft, you have Hippolyta and Dee. I don't know Dee's... I don't know if Dee's name... I don't know if her daughter's name is Diana. But yeah, so... Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman's mom. Um, yeah, I'm excited to learn more about her. I, I mean, I well, you know, I love, I love Greek myth. I love mythology. Period. But you know, at first I thought, have I been pronouncing it wrong all this time? Because I've been saying Hippolyta, but the more and more I think about it, I think the creators and writers of this show are intelligent people. I think they yeah, know. Black ended. I think they know that her name is Hippolyta. I think they call this character Hippolyta because I think that's what black people do. Mm-hmm. We see a name, we like it, we name our kids that name, and we pronounce it how we want to pronounce it. So mm-hmm. I think it was intentional because people are like, like really trying to down the show on how they're pronouncing it. And I'm like, uh, I think that's on purpose. And I think that's okay. To me, it rings true. Yeah. Awesome episode. You're going to love it. And there's a character this episode named beyond say like beyond 
I don't like this. <laughs> well, unless you use IMDb, you might not even know who, which one she is. So you okay. can watch in peace. <laughs> okay. But you know, I use all IMDb right, so... all the way when I'm watching TV. <laughs> I only do it when I see somebody. I'm like, who is that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, okay. So we're going to move along to our current events. And not our poor life decision because it's way too early. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, I was supposed to do this last week and I totally missed the article. I don't know what happened. But um, Cardi B filed for divorce from Offset. Mm-hmm. And um, y'all's little poor ass uncles and brothers and cousins are trying to make all these jokes about why she don't cook and clean. And that's why I know, right? she's getting divorced. But I'm like, she divorced him. Yes. And... <laughs> While he posting that picture, trying to make it look like he don't care, he's contesting the divorce. So, mm. he don't want her to leave. She's divorcing him because right. she's sick of his shit. Right. And she posted a little, which I didn't watch her live because I didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I think it was really long, so I didn't watch it. But I saw little clips. And in one little clip, she was like, I don't know that he... It's cheating on me. That's not why I'm divorcing him. I'm divorcing him because we don't like each other no more. She's like, we keep arguing and it just doesn't feel right. And I'd rather leave now than find out he's cheating on me later on. And Mm -hmm. she made a point (laughs) that I thought was so damn true. She was like, if he was cheating on me, y'all would know it because he's sloppy. And I thought that is so true because he never takes care when (laughs) he's been caught in the past. Like it's always because he's done something stupid so yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm even happy for she said that her heart finally told her to stop wasting her time that's right along with the caption this time that's right and girl get it girl and everybody <sighs> in this scenario is gonna be just damn fine so right. who cares leave kiari cephas alone <laughs> culture <laughs> so in brighter news um not like I was that down about those news, but Yara Shahidi is going to play Tinkerbell in Disney's live action, Peter Pan and Wendy. Not like I'm really excited about any of Disney's live action movies anymore, but the fact that Yara Shahidi is going to be Tinkerbell and she's so adorable. She's so adorable. I'm so <laughs> excited. I'm so happy for her. <laughs> and this is, of course, the first time a black actress will fulfill the role of Tinkerbell. Mm. Um, and honestly, I don't she's just such a good fit that I'm like, I don't know who else could have been. I know, right? <laughs> Except for Kristen Bell, but she's kind of old now. Because <laughs> she's like a small white woman. But still, anyways. And even then, she's kind of like a different sense of humor. Like, I think Yara is perfect. Yara is perfect. So I'm excited. So excited for her and happy for her. <laughs> Alrighty. So, um... The reason why I'm Loretta is because we're talking about Cleveland today. Mm-hmm. And so Cleveland Brown was previously voiced by a white man. And with this whole like George Floyd white people waking the fuck up thing, he stepped aside. And so they're now casting YouTube star Arif Zahir as Cleveland Brown. And I was like, that's exciting <laughs> to have. A person of color <laughs> play Cleveland Brown. I mean, you know, a part of you is like, yeah, this is great. And a part of you is like, 
why, why was it this? <laughs> <laughs> why, why wasn't this the case in the beginning? And whatever, I, yeah. you know, um, the guy, which I didn't check out his YouTube, but I guess I will. The guy mm-hmm. who's going to do Cleveland, they say that he impersonates Cleveland on YouTube a lot. And he's got the voice and mannerisms mm-hmm. down pat. So I'm about to check him out because I love Cleveland. Yeah. I even like the Cleveland show itself. It's funny because, like, when we went to Mississippi in May, my nephew, he would turn on Family Guy, just running down it. And then he'd leave, and then the rest of us over here still watching Family Guy. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like... (laughs) <laughs> I don't know how he really got me onto Family Guy again because I hadn't watched it in a long time ever since I didn't have cable anymore and I was like oh okay I'm just going to sit here and watch Family Guy it's still hilarious I um, love it <laughs> yeah Um, another thing that I found hilarious was Lindsey Graham grovels for support saying voters hate my guts I don't know whose support he was looking for but <laughs> He begged for money as polls show neck and neck with opponent Jamie Harrison in the South Carolina U.S. state race. And he was like, my opponent will raise almost $100 million in the state of South Carolina, which is still very black. I don't know why he's shocked. <laughs> the most money ever well, spent in the history of the state. Winning. Yeah, on a Senate race. And this state was by me in 2014 when he spent $13 million. <laughs> so his poor ass... <laughs> His poor ass campaign fund. <laughs> like that little boy, like that little boy on that video, Lizzie broke. <laughs> <laughs> that little boy, have you seen that little video where that little boy is reading that Mm-mm. math problem? Mm-mm. He's reading a math problem and he's like, Jaden has one dollar and a quarter and two pennies. How much money does Jaden have? And then he looks up at his mom or dad or whoever and he goes, Jaden broke. <laughs> And the laugh that he gives comes from his spirit. <laughs> he like that nigga broke. <laughs> Lizzie broke. Yeah. And he was like, "People hate me," and I was like, "Yeah, we do actually." Like, <laughs> I want to donate to Jamie Harrison. Okay. I can't stand Lindsey Graham. Like, if only <laughs> the only the only thing that would make me happier is if this was Mitch McConnell. Mm. Like. That's the only way I could be happier about this is if it was Mitch getting voted out. I just want to step on his just, face. His face just looks it's like, like a bug. Lava melting. I just want to step like, on it and squish it. He has it. no... Uh, yeah. And the funny thing is like the way he won the election, basically like his district had been like a Democratic stronghold. I'm talking about Mitch. Yeah. And there's a time I think the... The Democratic guy, like, missed a vote, and it was because he was speaking at an event, and that's how he Uh, flicked it around, and I just, the man is the scum of the earth, and I'm, I need somebody else to get his spot. (laughs) (laughs) My friend was like, my coworker today was like, hey, y'all should go listen to last week with um, John Oliver. I listened to and I was like, this broke my spirit. And she's like, yeah, me too. I just needed somebody else to listen to it. I'm like, like, how dare you? Like, I'm just like, like, my little hope was that, like, 
one of the plans if the Dems were able to sweep the House, the Senate, and the presidency was to force another person in the Supreme Court. But he was like, if we do that, that means the Republicans could come back and do that. And I was like, why, why would you do this? Why do you want to break my spirit? Like, <laughs> I'm just trying to hold on to some kind of hope. <laughs> it doesn't... I don't know how to feel about Democrats when it comes to this sort of thing. Because yeah. the thing about it is... Why are you always trying to play by the rules? Why are you always trying to take the high road when these motherfuckers play dirty all the time? They're going to go against their own. They're going to go. They're going to go against what they said in the past. They're always going to do what's best for them. You're, You're trying to appeal to people's like morals and you're trying to appeal to people's good senses, but you must understand that they ain't got no good sense. The majority <laughs> of the people are voting for the people that they're voting for for a multitude of reasons, and none of those reasons are their best interest. And they yeah. are voting, um, they're voting for the people that they're voting for because they are prejudiced and because they are racist. That's just the bottom line, and because yeah. anything is better than being black, and you can't appeal to people's common sense when they may not have any so just stop it's time for us to get dirty and muddy and throw mud too yeah like you can't and it's it's frustrating because i get it like i'm the type of person i do try to always be above board but shit at what cost (laughs) like damn um yeah the thing about it was either it was either mitch mcconnell or lizzie graham before this 2016 election was like, um, if Hillary wins, we are going to do whatever we can to make sure there's one vacancy at the end of her presidency. So they were not going to right. allow right. A, per- a Democrat to elect. It just sucks. It really sucks that we're not able to like slow this down, apart from if we impeach him again which not a bad idea i'm just saying it, let's get petty it doesn't even matter <laughs> doesn't, no not that kind of petty because that don't matter they're not gonna do shit and you wasting taxpayers money they're not gonna do shit it doesn't matter but that's it just like it. that's just like them talking about oh he didn't pay his taxes and all this tax shit great fine nobody who's gonna vote for him gives a fuck about them taxes that's not gonna change anybody's okay. mind because yeah. he's already i mean it just doesn't matter. It's going to be, yeah. they don't even like his ass. They don't like his ass. It's not about him because they know mm-hmm. that we are now an embarrassment. The whole world is laughing at us and they know that. They don't give a fuck mm-hmm. about that. They try to keep him in place so they can get their agenda done because the courts is where it's at. That's the most important mm-hmm. thing. So mm-hmm. they don't even care. They don't care. It's just, I avoid it like the plague because on top of everything else, it is frightening as fuck. Everything, I think I said this in a tweet before, like everything that I used to like pity other countries about, specifically countries labeled as developing, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, human rights and, and, you know, all that kind of shit. All that is happening right here, right now. And the things that we're supposed to have in place 
our little funky checks and balances, it's letting it happen. They just let mm-hmm. this man break laws every other goddamn day. Somebody mentioned something. Some reporter mentioned something. Oh, I think that's a violation of the Hatch Law. These motherfuckers done broke the Hatch violation so many goddamn times. Ain't nobody count no more. Don't nobody care about what y'all say because it don't fucking matter. The best I can do is go out and vote. The best I can do mm-hmm. is try to make sure I take care of me and mine. And that's it. That's it. Yeah, I will say, I'm just trying to hold on to some kind of hope. Oh, I yeah. Just, I, you I'm have not to. one of those people. Like, if some people are like, oh, he's going to win because they don't want to set themselves up for just appointment. But I'm just like, I even posted on podcasts today, like, I've, I'm finally ready to give 2020 my safe world. Pineapples. I can't take it no more. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you have to keep hope. So, but I'm also, but yeah. I also believe in being realistic. But yeah. you have I, to keep I, hope because it's so easy to slide into despair. So you definitely have yeah. to keep hope. And you have to like make his, act, you have to take action, you know? Yeah. His replacement for Ruth Bader Ginsburg is so vile to womanhood. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, <laughs> ah! And then they will make lead legal. And I'm not supposed to do. Girl. <laughs> Listen. Yeah. Listen. Here at Poor Life Decision, we do not advocate drugs. However, if any of you can tell me where to get some quality edibles in Mississippi, please let us know. Thank you. Our DMs are open. Because <laughs> it's like, God damn. <laughs> I just, I just, I just knew Ruth was going to make it. <laughs> And she did it, and now I'm just like, I'm stressed. You know, <laughs> I still haven't, I still haven't categorized, and as emotional as I am, never forget I am a true Aquarius, so I categorize all of my feelings. I still haven't figured out how I feel about her passing. Of course, I'm sad about it, but in a, hu- a huge part of me, though, is sad for her because I feel like she didn't get to rest. I feel mm-hmm. like I don't think she wanted to be in her position for that long, mm-hmm. but she did it for us anyhow. Yeah. And so a huge part of me feels sorry for her and for her family. Of course they lose their mm-hmm. loved one, but I don't even feel like the world is properly mourning her as they should, because right now, all we can think about is, oh, we real fucked up now. Like, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and that's, it's, you know, there's a lot of stages of grief, so I'm sad for her, because she's such a great icon for womanhood. Yeah. But then I also am afraid for my future as a woman in America. But then I also had guilt because I'm afraid, more afraid sometimes than sad. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's just, it's a lot happening at once. But anyways, we're going to go on. Back to your poor ass president. <laughs> uh, it's just, he's one of those people, it just reminds me of Still Fly, like Gator Boots. <laughs> Ain't got no job, but he's still okay. fly. Anyways. So, he paid $750 in federal income taxes in 2016 and 2017. I'm pretty sure I pay that every month, Uh, if not more. (laughs) Uh. And um, 
I read somewhere else just more things about how and I was listening to NPR as well and they were talking about how like they really like the tax system is tweaked to like help real estate investors not have to pay as much Mm -hmm. um and yeah and I think I also read somewhere on Twitter where they're like Trump is really just trying to like stay president because he can't be prosecuted as a president because <laughs> once once he gets out of the presidency everybody's coming for that ass everybody that makes a lot of sense assaults. uh he has a lot of issues with irs that i don't think they could prosecute him on right now <laughs> like there's a lot of things that's coming for him once he leaves the presidency that makes a lot of sense because I never thought he liked being president. And I was kind of like, that makes a lot of sense now that you put it like that. That makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's weird because, like, I don't think he loves it, but he loves the power of being yeah, president. Yeah. 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 And it's just some straight up narcissist shit. Anyways, I just love that Twitter is calling him a broke ass president. <laughs> What's your broke ass? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I love it. I stand for it. Um, so Cheesecake is pregnant. <laughs> uh insecure actress Christina Elvor, aka Condola, aka Everything Corona, Condola, <laughs> Condolisa. <laughs> cornbread. Yeah, so That's what when when Zoe put cornbread, I was like, cornbread? And then I opened up the link, I was like, oh lord. <laughs> baby cornbread anyway so she's actually pregnant and so people are already kind of plotting to see like what's the situation i love that like i had come to terms with the fact that like whenever i get pregnant my nose is gonna spread girl (laughs) my neck gonna get black i already know because beyonce neck got black as hell I didn't even notice that. Like oh. my, I just know, like her nose is already spread, and I know that's that's what's gonna happen to my face. And my nose is already big, but my face is gonna be like, we need more oxygen. Time to spread. <laughs> it, she's cute as a pregnant. She <laughs> but... is. And when I saw, I forgot what I was looking at where I saw she was pregnant. Because I saw it prior to this, and I was like, oh, she pregnant in real life. Oh, okay. Oh, it was for the um, Golden Globes. They had taken a oh. picture, and um, a cast picture, and I saw her. I was like, oh, she pregnant in real life. All right. <laughs> Somebody talk about, talk about being committed to real. <laughs> I mean, hey. <laughs> um, what was always cracked me up was um, in... In the nanny, when Cece was pregnant, it they like tried to hide it with everything like purses and stuff. <laughs> like that. And again, her nose was spreading, so we knew she was pregnant, but they would try to hide it. Girl, I did not, I did not know she was pregnant until I rewatched the nanny as an adult. As a kid, yeah. I had no idea. I thought she was. Oh yeah, not fat. as a kid. No. Same thing for like yeah. Claire on the Cosby Show. As a kid, I had no idea she was pregnant. You go back and watch it, it's so fucking obvious. Like, I, it was something, it was somebody else who was pregnant on TV. And when I watched it as an adult, I was like, oh shit, I just thought she was getting fat. Who was that? 
I I gotta I go back remember. and rewatch Claire because I didn't know she was pregnant at any point in the show. Yes, <laughs> she's always got something in front of her belly. It's groceries. Yeah. Uh, when she got really big, <laughs> it was a big teddy bear that she was fixing for Rudy. Uh, at one point, they kept her in the bed, and what I learned from a behind the scenes thing uh interview she was talking about they cut a hole in the bed and kind of dropped her down in it so her belly wouldn't be like <laughs> sticking up yeah <Aww>. yeah <laughs> i was like look at here <laughs> it's funny though because when i'm a kid as a kid i remember watching these shows just like oh she, she gained weight oh, okay and now as an adult <laughs> it's so clear that they're pregnant <laughs> are they enough um Aunt Viv was a convincing pregnant. I don't know if they just like spread her nose or what, but like she looked. She was pregnant in real life. <laughs> oh, that makes that's, sense. That's that's a part of that. That was a part of why they mm-hmm. did this. That was a part of the because it was really weird. It was kind of random. That was a <laughs> part of again. the disagreement that they had. Why she ended up? Well, I don't know if she left or if she got kicked off, but mm-hmm. the her story is Will got mad at her for getting pregnant. And so, yeah, she was pregnant in real life. Oh, I was like, that was like a really convincing Yeah, because her, her neck, her neck too. got darker. <laughs> I'd be looking at that neck. Now I got to worry about my neck. I'd be looking at that neck. <laughs> I, um, I already know my nose going to spread. That's a given. I got a big nose already. Right. It's going to spread. Right. But I'd be worried about my neck. <laughs> I was uh, finally listening to watching Brunch with Tiffany today. And I don't remember who the chick was on the first episode, but she's talking about pregnancy. And <laughs> it's just traumatizing again because she's like, pushing is really just like pushing a big shit out. And I'm like, was it I don't even push my shits out. Did she date Erica Mina? Yeah, it was Sin. Yeah. Sin Santana. Uh, and she was just like telling us. And I was like, this is traumatic. Why does anybody have children? Like, <laughs> for the fuck, why? <laughs> I was in the room with my with both my sisters when they had their babies. I cut both the cords. I even caught one of my nieces. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> I just, I don't, I mean, I'm like, I think it'd be better than a surprise for me, but it also traumatizes me. And I'm like, yeah. do I really want this in my life? Yeah. I don't know. Alrighty, so we're going to move along to our friend, the Florida man. Uh, So this Florida man is suing McDonald's, claims he was injured by a chicken nugget. (laughs) They said this is a pretty unhappy meal. And I just want to give a shout out to journalists that make like funny jokes. And they don't know if we're going to laugh at it, but, like, I, I laugh We'll at see it your puns. Time. We get it. <laughs> I, I honor you. I see the the um, God in you. <laughs> the pun God in you. <laughs> Anyways, he claimed he cracked on his teeth on a piece of bone inside of the nuggets. And that's fair. <laughs> um, we never know about chicken nuggets at McDonald's. But... He cracked his tooth in two places and needs surgery to replace it. So, get your money. <laughs> I mean, he's suing for a million dollars, and that's not a lot at all when you're talking about suing that's McDonald's. That's pain and suffering. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying that's not a lot at all. You're talking about suing McDonald's? Like, hell, 
especially if I can prove, you know what I'm saying? Especially if I have the fragment that I bit down on and I still got that piece of chicken nugget, I can prove it. Baby, no. Mm-mm. You got to up the ante. How, do you right. remember when that lady sued McDonald's because the coffee was too hot? That was, uh, um, I work in, you know, I was a business student. Mm-hmm. So that was a, um, like, subject that we I wonder how much did school. she get? <laughs> she sued for a lot. He needs yeah. to take after her because. So he actually did not hire a lawyer. No, he didn't. And he filed a lawsuit on his own and he plans on donating the money to It's charity. like he's trying to. Preferably one. They gives money to poor kids, then he teeth work them. But I mean, it sounds like he's just trying to prove a point, and right. that's fine with other companies. But with McDonald's, I'm gonna get petty as fuck. I ain't just trying to prove a point with McDonald's. <laughs> it's McDonald's. <laughs> you can go to any podunk town there is. There is a McDonald's. Uh uh-uh. uh. Or three. Okay. I'm <laughs> the shit out of McDonald's. Yeah. So, this Florida man wasn't there. But we're going to take a second to listen to our sponsor. So, we'll be right back. All right. And we are back. We are back. We are back. You remember that? We remember that from um The Hangover? Mm-mm. Oh. You don't, you haven't Guess watched The back. back again. Oh, God. Okay. PLD's back. Okay. Tell a friend. Okay. Let's, let's move on to our someone something. Uh, I don't know if y'all noticed, but this is an election year. I also <laughs> Gee, don't know if I y'all didn't noticed, notice. <laughs> but we are in a pandemic. <laughs> and so I know a lot of people are nervous about voting in pandemics. I want to kind of talk to y'all about how to vote safely during the pandemic. Uh, we will definitely share this article. It is so, so helpful, um, especially for anywhere you are in this country. Um, and, yeah, we'll share. So we'll start off with talking about, they say the safest way to vote right now is to vote by mail. And that's called absentee voting. But at the same time, there is a whole boatload of states that are not allowing you to vote by mail without an excuse but there are a boatload of states that are letting you vote by mail without an excuse so um the article will show you kind of more if your state is one of those where you can go ahead and vote by mail and you don't have to have an excuse and you can do it especially in this covid times if that's your state go ahead and fucking do it (laughs) there are also some states that will allow you they have allowable excuse categories where you can um, request an absentee ballot Um, both of our states are in that i know for a fact for texas you have to be like physically disabled and not be able to get to a polling station to get that absentee ballot i'm not really sure about mississippi Mississippi is being really trash about it, right? Well, I'll say this. They are not accepting COVID as a reason. Mm -hmm. So the other reasons apply if you're disabled, if you're in school, you know, you go to school out of state, if you work. Mm -hmm. Like my uncle votes absentee every time he votes because he's a truck driver. So like things Mm -hmm. like that, you know, 
but they are not accepting COVID as a reason, which I think is pretty trash. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then there's some blessed states that do universal mail-in voting, and they will go ahead and just... California will actually automatically mail every registered voter a ballot for the election. And I remember, as I have a friend from California, he's like, yeah, I've never voted in the polls. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I voted in the polls all the time. but uh, And then there's some states there. Well, they were voting entirely by mail for the primary, and we're not sure what they'll be doing for this election. But if you can't vote by mail, try to vote early. And that's where I'm going to do for Texas is because I know that, like, I'm not trying to be there on election day. So, and we have like a good two weeks full of early voting. And so I'm like, I'm voting early. If you need a ride, I'll take you with me. (laughs) You know, like, you know, we need to do this early voting because especially right now, like I early voted in the primaries and I was the only person in the room, (laughs) like the only like voter in the room. And I was like, this is great. So I'm going to try to vote early to keep, um, you know, keep my risk low for COVID. Yeah. Um, Mississippi. Do y'all have early voting? Mississippi does not do early voting <laughs> other than the absentee. So, yeah. Um, that's the way they handle early voting. But oh well, I'll let you continue with the whatever your coverage mm-hmm. was going to be. Yeah. So lastly, if you do have to vote on election day, here are some hygienic procedures. Try to vote at a time of day when your precinct is less likely to be crowded, um, often early morning or mid-afternoon, after the big rush. So, like, people show up 6 or 7 Mm a.m., but then they got to be at work at, like, 9 or 10. Mm -hmm. Try to slide in at 9 or 10 and be like, "Um, I got a doctor's appointment. I'll be right back. (laughs) Uh, Maintain a six-foot distance from other voters and poll workers, including if you're waiting in line to vote. Be sure to wear your mask. Wash your hands for 20 seconds before and after voting. A lot of times, like when I went and voted, they made me put hand sanitizer uh, as soon as I came in. Okay. Avoid touching your face. Um, wipe down. If you need to wipe down any polling equipment. Again, when I early voted, they gave me like a stylus and they had cleaned that. Oh, and okay. And they handed it to me with a wipe and I voted with that. So I wasn't really touching the polling equipment. Okay. And as some polling places will offer curbside voting. Usually it's for like the more, you know, older people and yeah. things like that. But if you can, try curbside voting. Oh! But call your county election administrator ahead of time to see if that's an option. Yeah. Um, so, it was, I was very confident in my, um, you know, experience because they really did like most, most of the stuff... There was nothing that I touched that they touched as well. Like, yeah. they would have gloves on. They handed me my stylus with a pen, or like, with a wipe. Yeah. <laughs> and then I just threw it in a container for sanitizing later. And so I felt very secure in the way that they ran that process. I really hope they another do Another thing like I that. will say, yeah, another thing I will say is because we are younger and a lot of us don't, uh, like... I know you have access to like an older person, so you have to stay safer. But because we're younger, uh, this is a great time to volunteer to be a poll worker for a day. I know for my job, 
we have eight hours available for volunteer work. And so I went ahead and registered to, you know, they might hit me up, they might not, but to be a poll worker for a day, preferably not on election day, but, <laughs> you know, like just the option to like help out. Cause I know a lot of times our older people are poll workers. Yeah. And this time around, it's not as, it's not healthy for them, yeah. you know? <laughs> and so if we can step in, like, especially if your job does allow you to take volunteer time off, try it out and see. Yeah. That is a good point, Doya. And I actually thought about it because yes, at my polling place, it is all older people. Um, mm-hmm. and I know them. Um, they're all my, um, old former teachers. They're all family friends, you know, they're church members. I know these people. I have seriously considered it, but I just, I just don't think I can. Um, yeah. And when I mentioned it to granny, she, she said she thought it was a good idea, but you could tell it made her nervous. So Mm -hmm. I just don't think I'm going to, but I'm glad you mentioned, you know, um, voting at times when it's not crowded Mm-hmm. because <laughs> we we being me and my granny have already decided that I'm not going to work that day and that we mm-hmm. are going to go vote um mid morning so we're going to get there about mm-hmm. 8 9 10 somewhere in that range probably about 9 or 10 mm-hmm. I'll probably leave my mm-hmm. house at 8 so we'll get there about 9 or 10 mm-hmm. and um <laughs> we really kind of had our, she kind of already decided that that was going to be the case anyway. I don't know if I told this story before, but like granny has always voted with me. Like as Mm -hmm. a small child, she always took me with her. This is back when they had a pencil and paper and you went in the little booth and closed the curtain. She always took me with her. When I turned 18, she came and checked me out of school, took me to register to vote. We've always voted together. The Mm -hmm. first election for president Obama she called me at work and she was like, I just can't wait. I got to go now. She was like, I, I, they may try to pull something. I got to go now. <laughs> so she was already going to do that this time. She was already going to go mm-hmm. early because she's like, there's so much going on and I don't want them to try to pull nothing and, and say I can't vote and da 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 da. So I'm just going to go early. Mm-hmm. So she was already mm-hmm. saying she was going early. And after COVID hit and all of that, I just decided, yeah. We're going to go early, but we're not going to, because she wanted to go bright and early. I was like, no, people are going to be going before work. So there's going to be mm-hmm. a crowd. We're going to wait. And I, I, mm-hmm. honestly, part of me not going to work is just so that I can make sure she's not there at like six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're going to go early. And I'm so glad you said that about the stylist, because I have been wondering about that. I've been like, yeah. and I hope, I mean, they may not do anything like that. Uh, they may not. Right. I hope they do. Um, we do have gloves. Like, Granny has a box of gloves in her car, so we're probably just going to her car. But, like, mm-hmm. I wondered about that because you touch those screens and everybody's mm-hmm. coming in there and touching those screens. So yeah. it's like, eek. I mean, of course, we, yeah. we've got hand sanitizer in the car and everything, and we live relatively close to the polling place. So we'll go there, we'll go back home, we'll wash down and stuff, but still. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's definitely, um, I felt really good about that process, at least for us. Yeah. Um, 
and I hope that it's across the board. I think people are trying to do better about it. We do have, like, even though it's screens, it's still paper ballots. So I still put it in a box, and I've watched too much scandal to really trust that this box is going to make it Oh, so we don't, we don't put it in a box. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, like, the thing is, it's not a box. It's like a scanner that scans it back in. But I just don't trust it because I watch Scandal. And but, I mean, I you have to do it more. or they do it? No, I put it in. No, see, we don't do anything. It mm. You see that it makes... It's just like a straight digital? Well, I don't know. Because yeah. at the side of the machine, there's a little door... And you can see that there's like a roll of paper and so that you can mm-hmm. see that it's printing what you put on the touch screen, but you don't uh, touch anything. I mean, you don't, yeah. as far as the paper part, it's closed inside of a compartment. All you do is they give you like a little card. You stick the card in there and then you do everything on the screen. Oh, no, they kind of moved this back to a hybrid where it's like you select screens, but you have a paper ballot that you insert in. And then yeah. it prints on that, and then you put it in the box. Yeah, like I said, I don't trust anything because I watch. I know, Skimble. I know. Like, I'm <laughs> but I at the same time, I'm Dallas County, so I know. Like Dallas County went to Hillary, and so I'm happy to be in a county that votes blue. <laughs> they, they, it's the best thing next to living in a blue state. <laughs> For a while, they've been sending like the officials like the the mm-hmm. people who monitor they've mm-hmm. shown up for like the past the past two presidential elections they were there so maybe everything will be in the on the up and up like i said the past two presidential elections we've had the monitoring people there so yeah all right so we're going to move oh and lastly vote411.org is a great um, and I'll also put it in the episode notes. It's a great option to go ahead and pre-look at your ballot based on where you are. So a lot of times, um, I know this time for Dallas County, we are packed with a lot of things. You can go in and see who's running. You can kind of see their, um, they fill like kind of surveys and see like what they really stand for and um, make sure that you have an informed vote. Um, you can't, I know they usually like will save it on your phone, but you can write it down on a piece of paper if you don't remember everybody, just so that you know. And it's just, um, presidents is not the only thing on at stake. Will you put that in the show notes? Yes, I will. Um, because typically at our church, our church does a sample mm-hmm. ballot for everybody, mm-hmm. but yeah. we're not in church right now. So, yeah, yeah, that's a good idea because, girl, Granny, let me tell you, she had that sample ballot filled out. And when I get to the house, like, she makes me study it. And I'm like, I already know who I'm voting for. She's like, no, this is who you're voting for. So, right. I'm like, you ain't going to tell me. So, yeah, that's I will a good say idea. sometimes, yeah, sometimes I will go a little bit more independent and stuff. And I'm like, girl, they're not going to win. Like, also um it's a good idea to check your registration i checked mine even though yes. i've been voting at the same place since i was 18 years old mm-hmm. i still checked right. mine to be absolutely sure and they tell you right away yes this is where you're registered or no so mm-hmm. it's a good idea to check because they're gonna be pulling a lot of shit 
Yeah, particularly uh, Georgia's been aggressively oh, encouraging their voter God, polls. God, yes. So any of our followers, Stacey Abrams Georgia, should be the governor go. of Georgia. She should be. But uh, yeah, so go ahead and double check your voter registration. Um, and the thing is, right now, <coughs> if you check it now, there's a chance that you can like make sure it's straight for the election. Yeah. Don't show up to. <laughs> yeah to the polls and expect things to go straight. This was a great timing <laughs> yeah. for this topic, Doyen. Yeah. We are so close. This is fuck-ass election. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Let's go ahead and move along to our poor life decision. So this one, it was in my list of, like, I have some articles that I've just kept for a while. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, it's time to talk about this. I so. feel like I feel like you coming at me and I don't like it and I don't appreciate it. Uh, you will appreciate it because we're going to work <laughs> on how to calm down. So this, um, the episode topic for today. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Episode topic. Love it. <laughs> Why we are hardwired to worry and what we can do to calm down. <laughs> so this article is written at the beginning of the year. And so they say silly shit like a new year brings hopes and anxiety. No, bitch. Like, you don't even know. You don't even know, bitch. <laughs> like our, our, even the anxieties we had has nothing to do with the things that actually have fucking happened oh. this year. <laughs> but, um... Worry is when that vital planning gets the better of us and occupies our attention to no good effect. Tension, sleepless nights, preoccupation, and distraction around those very people we care for. Worry's effects are endless. There are ways to tame it, however. And so this professor researched mind-body principles on how to take care of worry. So... To start, our brains sabotage the happier present moment. And again, he wrote he read this article when it was a happier time mm-hmm. in the world and our brains could sabotage and now everything <laughs> sabotages our happier present moment. Um we're all we've all experienced moments of flow, times when our attention is just effortlessly absorbing what we're doing. And studies carried out in real time confirm an increase in happiness when people can focus attention on what they're doing rather than when their minds are wandering. It may seem odd then that we leave our minds to wander for something like half the day, despite the happiness cost. <laughs> half the day seems like a lot. Mm. <laughs> Do you feel like your mind wanders half the I day? I feel like my mind wanders more than half the day, honestly. Mm. But, um... Maybe in, like, small intervals, and I'm pretty good about bringing it back when I want to. Like, today I didn't bring my mind back, and I'm okay with that. (laughs) (laughs) And I've told you about this. Like, my my therapist is big about, like, cognitive brain or thought therapy. Whatever it is. (laughs) But she'll be like, okay, just focus on this instead. But I'm like, what if I don't believe any of the things (laughs) any of the new thoughts he told me to think about. Dahlia just has to make shit complicated. <laughs> so I worry about the fact that I don't believe any of it. Like, <laughs> that's 
my brain is broken. And that's why I really struggle with manifestations because I like I can't speak things as they were because I know they're not. <laughs> oh Lord. But alas. Um so yeah, so our brains, especially when they're not occupied with the task, will wander into the space of worry. Even though background thinking is essential to operating in the world. Uh, we suffer from its unease when unnoticed it, it takes over the mental store. Another reason is evolution prioritizes survival over happiness. And so if you think about like back in the day when like, in my mind, dinosaurs could trample you. <laughs> <laughs> and so we had to work on survival, and particularly as black women and black people in general, we have had to survive <laughs> at all costs all costs you know yeah and so um, i think we've kind of touched on that in the past before too talking about how you know our parents and probably more specifically their parents come from a point of survival and we don't want to be that way and we definitely don't want to be that way with our children we want to thrive and we want to you know live good life but yeah the, this is why we all going to think exactly <laughs> exactly and you know yeah that makes such good sense that like we're hardwired to survive you can be happy mm-hmm. later <laughs> how we use our attention though is essential to our emotional well-being and many mind body programs are based on training our minds to be more skillful in this way me i need to train my mind so um just talking about mindfulness um they ask students to direct their attention to the sensations of breathing. And while that may seem easy, the mind resists tenaciously. Me. <laughs> I resist tenaciously. So despite repeated resolve, a person finds that within seconds, attention has effortlessly defaulted to planning daydreams. Just recognizing this feature is progress. I'm going to say this again. Just recognizing this feature is progress. <laughs> um but uh, in those moments when you do manage to notice these thoughts with some detachment, their dogged concern with past and future comes clear. In planning semi-vigilant, what could go wrong here, orientation also becomes clear. We begin to notice that this hoping, comparing, regretting is often concerned with family and friends, jobs and money, things and relationships, status and power that are essential to survival of tribal primates. All set against the background knowledge of our passing. Next up, our bodies take notice. Traditional meditation teachings attribute our everyday unease to the bodily tightening that naturally accompanies the possibility of loss, failure, and unfulfilled dreams embedded within this narrative. That sentence was all. It was. <laughs> <laughs> It's attention that often goes unnoticed in the midst of managing everyday demands, but its background discomfort sends us looking for relief in something more pleasant like a snack, a screen, a drink, or a drug. (laughs) Just this morning, I was asking myself, girl, take your medicine. Why don't you want to take your medicine? And I replied to myself, because I like fun drugs. (laughs) Meanwhile, I ran out of my medicine, and I need to actually reorder it before I go on complete, like, withdrawal. Yes, please. (laughs) (laughs) 
Mindfulness makes us aware of these preoccupations and reorients attention to the senses. These, by their nature, nature, (laughs) are oriented to the present, hence the almost cliched being in the moment idiom. So when you notice yourself tense and preoccupied with anxious thoughts, try shifting your attention to the sensations of your breathing. (sighs) Wherever you notice it in your body. (laughs) It's very difficult for me to be in the moment. It is, especially when something is like when I'm having an intrusive thought, it's hard for me to. Yeah. And the thing about it is like, for me, I'm just like, when I have this thought, I, my first instinct is what can I do to fix it? Yeah. What can I do to avoid it? And so, like, for you to, for them to be like, oh, focus on your breathing. I'm like, fuck that breathing. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know what, though? I think that you, it sounds like you're more, you know, inclined to work on it. Because my first thought is, why is this happening to me? <laughs> like, that is my first thought. I'm inclined to sweep it under the rug. Oh. <laughs> well, we are sisters. <laughs> It probably works best if we both don't take a drink at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) We're just trying to push down the feelings, guys. Just push down the feelings. (laughs) That mindfulness. (laughs) Okay. And then they talk about other mind variety programs that use similar principles. It would be nearly impossible to design studies comparing all the techniques that cultivate mindfulness. But, um... There's several options. So there's yoga and Tai Chi. And he says directs attention to the flow of sensations accompanying the sequence of movements. Um, for me, it directs attention to my sheer inflexibility and it stresses oh, me out. No. <laughs> I really need to get back into yoga. I've been saying this for God, years now. I hate it. Like People are always like, it's so relaxing. I'm like, it shit relaxing. I'm fucking inflexible. Everything hurts. Anyways, um, have you ever done hot yoga? I love hot yoga. Let me tell you something. I don't like cold yoga. I did (laughs) hot yoga back in like 2000, 2001, somewhere in that time frame. I never did it again. It was funky as hell in there. And I was like, I cannot do this because y'all stink. And I could not go back. I just like, because I'm not a big sweater. I am. So I like that. I was like, I am a big sweater. I don't drink enough water. That's probably it. Anyways, (laughs) um, the second one probably works for me, which is, they say cognitive therapy. I ignored that. But (laughs) self-compassion. I like that. I like to compass myself. Uh, (laughs) Prayer and visualization counter the ambient narrative's unsettling tone with more reassuring thoughts and images. And so, you know, I like giving myself grace, even though sometimes I need to give myself tough love and I just refuse to. (laughs) (laughs) I'm um, one thing I did learn from my therapist was that I am very mean to myself and that I give other people far more grace than I give myself. And I think um, I think that's probably common with a lot of people. Um and I debated her on there. I was like, girl, I love me. What are you talking about? And then she started just pointing out ways that I was sabotaging myself and how ways that I've responded 
to things that I do. And she's like, you would never say that if it was someone else, because Mm -hmm. we've talked about these scenarios and you have been very kind when it comes to other people. And I'm just like, girl, leave me alone. It's time to go home. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like, yeah, I'm so glad that like my therapist is busy. I only see her every like three weeks. Because she's like, first of all, she was like, print the stuff out. I'm like, girl, who has a print? I know, that's real. <laughs> I was dealing then, with my mortgage people the other day. And they were like, yeah, you could just print it out. And I was like, okay, well, I will get this back to y'all first thing Monday. This was like Friday afternoon. She was like, well, can you do it now? I was like, girl, I'm at home. Who got a printer? I will do it when I get to work. <laughs> Anybody got no printer? <laughs> I had a printer. And gave it away to one of my cousins who was, like, going off to college. I had a nice printer. And I was like, I never yeah. use it. I, I use yeah. stuff from work. Why am I going to use up ink at my house? Right. Right. Like, yeah, I had a cheap printer. And I think I threw it away in my move. Because I was like, oh, I can always print stuff at I work. Know. Guess who can't get into a job right now because I haven't been there for 45 years. <laughs> <laughs> makes this universal mental tendency and your ability to shift it is more apparent in the midst of activities and so I think for me I have to work on and I'm still going to talk to my therapist about this is like practicing shifting my mindset Mm -hmm. even though I don't believe it (laughs) trying to figure out how to believe it maybe I just constantly tell myself this thing I just don't know if it's going <laughs> to stick. Well, you have to find... Because I'm just such a realist to the point where I'm like, I can say this, but I'll believe it. Well, find something that's true, though. You can find truth. Find something that's true and work on it. It's a process because it's a process for me. Yeah. And yeah, I am really horrible yeah. with intrusive thoughts and they live right here for free. Mm-hmm. And they play mm-hmm. over and over and over. And so I had to learn how to deal with mm-hmm. it, address it, and then dismiss it. And that was a process. Yeah. But when you have to yeah, replace even, like, those the thoughts. Notion of, like, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Even the notion of like drinking less, she was like, just replace it with an activity. And I'm like, what Girl, kind of activity? <laughs> I was like, I can try to drink water, but water is not as fun. And <laughs> I could, you know, like I just try to figure out like what is it that's going to boost the serotonin to my brain, so that I can put the bottle down. <laughs> Listen, my general doctor keeps trying to talk to me about drinking, and I'm like, girl, why is you why is you wasting your time? And she's like a black auntie, <laughs> mm-hmm. and she keeps trying to talk to me about drinking, and I'm like, sis. You want me to take a pill. I would rather take a drink. What's the fucking difference? Okay? <laughs> Leave me alone. Like, she keeps... I mean, she brings it up every time. Like, I literally went in... The last time I went to her, which I will be going again soon for the same reason as for my tonsils, and she brought up drinking, and I told her, I said, quite frankly, I think the alcohol is what's keeping my tonsils clear. So, there. <laughs> She's like, no, ma'am. You're a little dangly dang. Right? <laughs> She's like, no, ma'am. As a kid, I was like, because I had such bad allergies, Mississippi. 
I was like, get rid of these tonsils. And they're like, there's nothing wrong with your tonsils. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're perfectly fine. Like, I never needed to get rid I of I never had problems allergies. with my tonsils growing up. It did not happen until adulthood. <laughs> I never had strep yeah. as a kid. I never had pink eye. All of that shit happened as an adult. It's just ridiculous. I, I, I believe strep was a white people's disease. And the first time I got strep was after a weekend spent with a white person. You strep was white people or mono? Because mono is what I no. always... Strep, I always thought strep was a white people's okay, disease. No. And then my ex's sister was married to a white man. And I came back and I had strep. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, that, that is pretty. Seems like a Caucasian disease. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I knew one black person that had mono, and I was like, "For real?" Because I always thought mono was like a white girl disease. <laughs> oh, I had to get a vaccination when I went to grad school, and I tried my hardest to get out of it. No meningitis. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> no. Anyways, no. all right. So we're gonna move along to our favorite part of the pot: the buy you a dream. <laughs> It doesn't matter. Mine is silly this week, so if yours is serious. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Mine's serious. Okay, but... so I'll go first. Or well, should you go first? And then we end on a light note. My serious things are always silly anyway. So, <laughs> <can go> ahead. <laughs> so this week, I'm going to buy a drink for, you guessed it, brow powder. Let me tell you. <laughs> so I used to use brow powder years and years ago like I just used brow powder that's all I ever used and I can't even remember why I stopped oh I stopped because I wanted to try crayon cakes and I stopped to try their pomade and I like it and then I tried the Anastasia um dip brow like I've tried many others pomades and dips before the problem was though guys due to COVID I'm not wearing foundation so (laughs) <laughs> the pomade and the dip brows looks really harsh on my eyebrows like I was looking angry <laughs> it was a bit much <laughs> but I um there was a sale um Kat Von D brow powder was on sale at Alt- was it Alta Sephora Sephora it was on sale and so I got it and <sighs> welcome back Welcome back, regular calm person brows. Like, <laughs> and at first when I looked at it, I thought I wasn't going to like it because it, it's sparkly. So I was like, uh. but now that I'm using it, I feel like that sparkle is just, it just adds dimension. Like you don't really, it doesn't show up as sparkly on my face. I don't know if you can see my brows doing it, but I can see them. They're pretty good today. Like, Y'all just don't know how I was looking. I don't even think... I I, I don't want to say how I was looking because I'm not sure if it's a slur or not. But I was not looking good before with the pomade. With the pomade. <laughs> this was too harsh. So I'm so glad. And it's like, once I did my brows, I was like, oh my God. Why did I ever leave powder alone? I Don't go chasing waterfalls. Stick to the rivers and the lakes that you are used to. <laughs> I'm trying to be like everybody else and use dip brow and pomades and stuff. No, brow powder is where I need to stay. So, 
here's to brow powder. Cheers. Here at the dark skin half of poor life decision, we do not condone this. Dip brow is everything. First of all, Dory <laughs> and I are maybe a shade off of each other, okay? So she tried to act like she's so dark. Secondly, I need pigment. Secondly, <laughs> this shade, there are like three shades darker than this one that I have now. So there are, you can get dark enough. There are shades darker than this one. So I just don't want my eyebrows to melt off. And I feel like Dip Brown ain't never did me Now, wrong. I will say that that can be an issue with the powder. Like, this one, this one actually isn't that bad, but that's probably because, because I, like, I just touched my brow, and yeah, probably because it's a higher quality than the Kiss one that I buy sometimes from Walgreens. But, um, mm. but that, let me tell you something, that Kiss brow, that <laughs> Kiss brow powder kit, it comes with the, um, the wax, the brow wax, which I love. It also comes with stencils, but I don't use stencils. But if you need that, mm-hmm. they, it comes with stencils. It's a real nice kit. Look into it. Um, Anastasia, um, her brow powder kit comes with the wax as well. And her brow powder kit is good. So, but yeah. I will say with that pomade. You know I'm elitist with eyebrow products. Say what? <laughs> it's like I'm an elitist with eyebrow products. You're elitist with everything. So, <laughs> so, but yeah, there are some products out there that'll stay. But I, that is true, Doyen. The powder isn't as, like, if you put your head down <laughs> on your arm or something, your brows might be left on your mm. forearm. Whereas with the pomade, because no. I'm going to tell you, with that crayon case, them brows ain't going nowhere. They ain't going nowhere. But I was looking like an angry person. Like, no. No. So I'm thankful to be back on the powder side of things. <laughs> okay. So my drink is for just several group chats. I I know I've thanked people before, but especially now as a single woman, um, people have to hear from me a lot more because I ain't got nobody else to like spout my thoughts to. <laughs> And I just appreciate, more than that, I appreciate people who are willing to do life with me now and don't just hit me up when they need stuff, but like legit want to do life with me. And I I enjoy life affirming. (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) I enjoy life affirming relationships. And it, it comes from anywhere. Like I made two Twitter friends this year and... They are people that I talk to on a regular basis about the most random shit. Uh, both of them are in a book club. <laughs> and they, yeah, like, they are, like, like we met in kindergarten. Like, they are such great friends, you know, and they're so supportive. And, you know, I, I am such a girl's girl, and I love making friends with girls and doing life with girls. Yes. Doyen is super friendly. (laughs) And that's the funny thing about it. I was telling somebody today, I was like, my two best friends, I chose them. They didn't choose me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I have friends also that's the other way around. They chose me. I didn't choose them. (laughs) For for me to be a self-proclaimed, non-friendly person, most of Mm -hmm. my friends... I definitely chose them and made them be my friends. Like, (laughs) I made them be my friends. You're my friend now and you don't get a choice. Um, And, oh, I do have one more drink to buy. 
Today is uh, my very best friend's birthday, Dr. Jones. And uh, <laughs> Happy birthday, Dr. Jones. I chose her in high school. Um, and we were at MSMS and we were eating lunch. And I was like, you, you're my person. <laughs> <laughs> and so for all of my life, it has been like that. Um, she showed up um, when my dad passed and was there for me and that was very impactful yes. and i i love her so very much yes. in a very aggressive way that sometimes she doesn't love <laughs> but <laughs> um i still love her and um one day we'll have a cul-de-sac where we can raise our babies oh, together. <laughs> let me tell you, i live in a cul-de-sac now and i would love nothing more than for the other houses to be occupied by my friends <laughs> oh my god uh, this week weekend crystal was like yeah we should live in a cul-de-sac i'm like it would be like a sitcom because you'd be always in yes, yes. <laughs> i mean i said the other white women because they're all white they're always like yeah. sitting on each other's porch and having a good time or they're sitting in the yard together i'm just like i want my friends to put y'all out of y'all's houses and live next door to me right. and so we can sit outside right, and talk. Uh, Lovecraft country when she bought that damn house. Yes. <laughs> oh, we could just send some ghosts. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, we'll get a Haitian uh, voodoo lady to come and she will bring the right. ghosts to you instead of keeping them out. Okay. Right. <laughs> um, I do want to say that um I appreciate that too. The the finding people that you want to do life with and that's just mm-hmm. amazing also chat with me about discovery of witches because like you know none of like the type of things that we read none of my other mm-hmm. friends and any other groups read those sort of things so if yeah. we're not talking about I it she would have told me the book wasn't this thick <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> and it's and it's a series. It might be a trilogy. <laughs> Sorry, I'm only reading the first one. <laughs> Are you not in love with it already? Okay, no. I just try to see if they gonna have sex. Girl, it's gonna be a long time before they have sex. I think if it if it goes like the show did, it'll be a long time. I hate delayed sex ending. Yeah, but that makes it hot. <laughs> but it's funny because I was listening to Alyssa Cole and she delays sex in books, but usually I listen to her. And so I had, again, one of my pandemic Twitter friends um, read it and she's like, they're taking way too long to have sex. So I'm like, oh, <laughs> I guess if you actually read it, it, it feels like a long time. But I just listened to it. Oh, also, speaking of books, (laughs) I ordered Cast today off of Amazon because I never did get it from eBay. So, I know I should. No, I didn't. And I just don't feel like it. But you need to. I know. (laughs) I know. I I have given away so much money in situations like this. So mm. I know I'm I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do the whatever I need to do through eBay to possibly get my money back. But I went ahead and ordered um one through Amazon today and it should it should be here tomorrow. The physical book is just from my bookshelf. I'm just gonna <laughs> listen to it. <laughs> well, um 
Shonda, a friend of the show, was reading it, and it it makes me think of a book that I need to take notes with, and I need to... Mm. I have a lot of books... There are some things I do want to underline. I, I have a but... lot of books like that. Like, a lot of my books... First of all, if I read a hard copy of a book, I'm going to write mm. in it. Sometimes mm-hmm. what I've written in it is a playlist that I'm getting ready to download. Um... i will write all kind of random things in books so that's number one but i feel like this is a book where i need to write in it and make notes and i plan on sharing it with my mom or with my dad and so i want them to see my notes so well these days we need to have an episode just about a book we've read we really do yeah kind of like we well we had that zoom about that other book, and I don't know what happened with that soon. <laughs> oh, with me, you, Shonda, and Robin? That yeah. was long. Look, if we do it, yeah. if we do it... We gotta make it shorter. <laughs> yeah, if we do it, we can invite other people, but I'm going to volunteer to facilitate so I can keep it short. <laughs> yeah. Maybe once you finish cast and I finish cast, we can do yeah. that. Yeah, that sounds fun. That sounds fun. Right. Okay, so Doyen, why don't you tell people how they can get in contact with us? Yeah, because we like to talk back. You can get in contact with me on Cash App to stay See? For the week. See? <laughs> See? <laughs> Start with your mess already. Already. <laughs> so we're on Instagram. Christmas is coming up soon. I need some money. Oh, God. Yeah. Apparently, my friend was like, I was like, I can't figure out what to do on the OnlyFans. He's like, you can water um, plants topless. And I'm like, who's going to pay for that shit? Girl, listen, <laughs> there is a niche for everything. You hear me? For everything. Um, okay. If y'all like boring girls who like to read books and pet their plants and pet their dogs and water their plants... You could read Anyways, a book um, on OnlyFans. Yeah. You have a nice, relaxing voice. People would pay for that. Oh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I can read <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> you heard it here. Oh, it was my book. idea that I gave her. She owes me 20% of the profit. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say $20. <laughs> and, like, so damn no, babe. No, babe. <laughs> I want on the front and back end. <laughs> Uh, see capitalism <laughs> anyways um so we are on instagram it's poor life decision one decision because we're changing them one uh-huh. at a time now i want y'all to note within the two years of me doing this podcast i've gotten a lot better at drunk saying decision you really have <laughs> you really have let's give it up for the- <laughs> uh we're also on etsy is the same thing all one word you can buy a mug um, you can buy a t-shirt, you can buy stickers, or if you don't want to pay for a sticker, you can leave us a five-star mm-hmm. review and send us your address, and we'll be so happy to send you a free sticker. Mm-hmm. Um, we are on Twitter, it's PLD Pod. Um, really, the tweets are just random as hell right they now. They really are. <laughs> TV show has just gone away. <gasps> <laughs> I had plans to live tweet Fargo, but 
Fargo episodes are long as hell, and they come on right behind Lovecraft Country. So I don't know. We've only got like a couple of episodes left of Lovecraft Country. So I might start Fargo after that. Um, I don't know if you guys watch Fargo, but you should. It is really good. Very funny. It's kind of, it's a bit of an anthology. So each season is different, but this season, Mm -hmm. Chris Rock is the lead and the cast is mostly black. (laughs) So I am so excited. I didn't watch it yet because they did, uh, two episodes back to back last night. So I'm actually going to watch it when Mm -hmm. we finish recording. I can late watch, um, Marrying Millions because I like reality TV and bullshit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, usually I watch it the day after, but still, I can tweet about it. Um, you can also email us at hellofpoorlifedecision.com. Tell us what you want to talk about, as long as it's not alcoholism, because we ain't got nothing for you there. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, tell us what you want to talk about, and we're so happy to discuss with you um, and do the research for you. Um, you can send us um, an owl. owl. Don't send us a damn pigeon. And I learned in the past week, I sent you an email about it. And I laughed. Surveillance tracking device. And the first thing I thought about was, oh shit, you know what? You do see more bird poop on cars than you do on the ground. And then the next thing I thought about was, oh well, I have a garage, so. (laughs) The only time bird poop gets on my car is at work. (laughs) I finally washed my car Sunday. And like I did the car wash, which was an experience because I'm also scared of the car wash. Oh my god, I <laughs> love like riding through. No, it's stressful. I love me it because I'm like it's so relaxing. My brain is like I could get out of the soap, and then like a mafia is waiting for me. Oh my god, I love it. Like, <laughs> As a little kid, like my mom used to I have to lock so the window. So I wouldn't let yeah. the window down because I wanted to let that yeah. window down so bad. No, so bad. I, I text people the whole way through because I'm like, and then it's just like a final destination thing in my brain. Anyways, <laughs> but I washed my car and then today I was like walking to my car and I was past it because it was clean. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I, I don't even know this car anymore. But yeah. I almost signed up. Car wash in twenty twenty. I almost signed up for that email, based on the one that you sent us about the bird poop because I thought this is fucking genius. Yeah, it's it's they're so great. I love them. Um, but um, and the email I'm talking about is birds aren't real, (laughs) which is my favorite conspiracy theory. So guys, once again, the best way to help the show because we know you love us and you want to help us any way you can, the best way to help us is to go to Apple um, Podcasts, leave a review, give us five stars so the others do not work, leave us a raving review, and that is how people find us that helps us become more visible. Also, you guys are doing a great job at leaving reviews, but guess what? You aren't letting us know about it, so we're not able to send you a sticker, so please... Please, please, please let us know. Like y'all are leaving reviews, but not telling us. And we wanna we mm-hmm. wanna hold up our end of the bargain. Like we've got cool mm-hmm. stickers to send you. So let us know so we can send you a mm-hmm. sticker. Um once again, check out that Etsy shop, Cute Gifts. As Doyen said, Christmas time is approaching. 
you know y'all pull names at work and all that sort of thing. You want to find something cute to get your coworker, something cute for your cool auntie. Yes, come on, check us out. Um, also, yeah, uh, Singles Day is coming up. I think it's in October. Singles and Day. It started off in China, but um, yeah, October eleventh. I have never heard <laughs> of that before in my life. Anyways, it started off in China. It was a big China. No, November 11th, sorry. It's a big Chinese shopping holiday, but a lot of, like, American companies are starting to bring it up as well. And, um, you know, I have no reason to not shop for myself on Saturday. I mean, I shop for myself anyway, (laughs) no matter. Every day. Okay, sounds good. So, yes, uh, thank you guys for tuning in. As always, we hope to lighten your week some. We hope we brought you some joy. And as always, we hope that we are helping you to make better life decisions. I will say that um, I think it was last week or maybe week before last, we talked about drinking coffee first thing in the morning and you should wait till about 9.30. I have been waiting ever since then to about 9.30 and I do think I noticed a difference. So guys, we are just, we aren't just like doing these things for shits and giggles. We're really trying to improve our own lives and we just feel like y'all just want to come on the journey with us. So I will say this. Do not laugh, Chris. I'm telling you this now. Because the seasons are changing, we're getting more great days. Please remember to take your vitamin D. (laughs) (laughs) You shouldn't have said it. If you I would have thought about it. And I need some vitamin D. It will help. It will help with your seasonal affective depression. That's all I'm saying. Chris. Keep up your skincare routine, guys. We love you. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye. We love you. I just thought the label just to sign me. Me and Chase connected like we signed me. Been on a run, feel like a crime spree. Talk to me nicely. Yeah. I seen his face, seen it. Yeah, on his white teeth. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Call the Sprite people. Call them. Hold on. Private flight franchise.